Hi, my name is Will Sheff, and uh, you know, ever since 1998, when I came down to Austin to play music, I was in a band called Ockerville River, but over time that uh, label started to feel like it didn't quite describe what it was I did and do. So I decided on my most recent album, which is called Nothing Special, I decided to just go under my name, which is Will Sheff. It's once upon a time I rode with a friend of mine Side by side on the conqueror's route We were set in our designs We were wasted on white wine And our fine satin jackets hung loose You can imagine a young whippersnapper who had had a crappy college experience and decided to reunite his high school band on a wing and a prayer. And um, one of the members of that band was going to UT at that time. So all of this young whippersnapper had to do was convince his high school drummer friend to move down from Wisconsin. So they're coming from Wisconsin, they're coming from Minnesota. And uh, we drove down together in the fall of 1998 and we rented a very inexpensive house on Nueces. We rehearsed every night. We, uh, my room was our rehearsal space. I slept on an air mattress from Target or Walmart or something like that. And when it was time to rehearse, I'd push it against the wall. And um, we tried to get gigs. I made a demo and I sent it around, but people didn't really like it very much. And then I started to realize that I was going about this all wrong and what I really needed to do was make friends in other bands. So I made friends and it was an interesting, vibrant scene back then. You know, you had space rock bands, you had indie rock bands, you had kind of like modish garage rock bands, you had um, Americana bands. And I made friends in a bunch of different bands that were kind of all across that spectrum. And you would just call up a promoter at the Hole in the Wall at Liberty Lunch, um, you know, at the Electric Lounge, and you would just say, I'm going to do your work for you. We've got a whole night of entertainment here, so all you have to do is just write yes on the little calendar. <laughs> and uh, you'd bring all your friends down. It was pretty bare bones and, and not very good. And then um, we did a show at a place called Waterloo Brewing Company, which was on top of a restaurant. We were right by the, the vents. So the, all the hamburger grease was like coming. It was a little bit like being the Beatles and Get Back, and it was a little bit like being a hamburger frying alive on a grill. <laughs> and there was a band who opened for us, and they were called, um, well, I'm not going to say what they were called because I've been sworn to secrecy, but the lead singer of the band was a guy named Jonathan Myberg. I didn't like his band very much, but I loved I loved him. I loved his voice. I loved his presence. And he later said about my band, it was the most terrible thing I've ever heard, but I could tell you were doing it on purpose. So we got together and I, I said, you know, why don't you join my band and we'll start another band separately too for other songs we're working on. So that band was called Shearwater. If I told you once, then I told you twice. It was a different time in Austin, and I'm sure you've heard the stories. I'm sure you've been you're getting sick of being told the stories. But, you know, as the great Brit Daniel wrote the song Small Stakes about Austin at that time, that's really how it was. Nobody had, was paying very much in rent. Nobody was making very much money. I was making about seven bucks working at a video store. 
and uh, calling up everybody there and just asking them if they wanted to go home and let me work their shift, and that was the only way I could make my rent. But my rent itself was like you know, 300 bucks or something like that. We were small timers, um, and we liked it that way. It was fun. It was like we were doing it for the, for the love and for the fun, and that was sort of how I was able to put together a touring band when my high school bandmates were sort of like, you know, forget this crap. <laughs> we're not making any money. Nobody gives it. Nobody cares. So I kind of just started going around and being like, who wants to go on a tour? <laughs> and that's how I got connected with Patrick Pistorius. That's how I got connected with Travis Nelson. Um, and we kind of took it on the road and we, we played and played and played and played till parts of our bodies were falling off. And then people finally started to kind of notice and we were off to the races. We made two albums in very quick succession that were very different from each other. And one of them that gets cited quite a bit is called Black Sheep Boy. And that is a record that I made uh, in 2004. It came out in 2005 when I was pretty sure the whole band thing had been a terrible mistake and I should really wrap it up. But I also I felt like I was good, even though nobody else seemed to feel that way. I, I, I felt like I knew that I was good. And so I wanted to go out on a high note. And that was the record that actually ended up kind of picking up. I'm coming to your town. Night has fallen to the ground. But I can still see where you loved yourself before it tore it all down. It was 12 with nobody else around. You were outside the house. Where's your mother? The other record people might say is a record I've always remembered Mike Boer referring to this before it was even finished when I was playing him rough mixes. He said it's like a poet's party record, which is one of the sweetest things anybody's ever said about anything I did. That's a record called The Stage Names. And that one's very different. Black Sheep Boy is very dark and desperate and folky, and The Stage Names is a band who's actually becoming successful and are enjoying their success. So we were like, we were whooping it up and partying a lot. And it's a party, it is a kind of a party record, rock and roll record, you know. What gives this mess some grace unless it kicks, man? Unless it's fiction, unless it's sweat or it's songs. What hits against this chest unless it's a sick man's hand from some mid level band? I just try to like do the music that feels like how it feels to be me at that moment. You know what I mean? And 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 I I slightly make fun of my own work when I say it's sad. Like I don't think of Black Sheep Boy as just like sad rock or whatever. I mean, it. it I was uh, I was not like in my best um, happiness state when I made that record, but. What I always try to do with my music is is have it be like ecstatic, which is to say it could be very, very sad, it could be very, very happy, um, or contemplative too. But I just want it to kind of feel like it's, like it touches moments in my emotional life that feel transcendent. That's like how I want the music to feel. What picks you up from down unless it's tricks, man? When I've been fixed, I So broke up again And on a cell 
some great 